The first alleged case of ritual murder was reported in 1144 in Norwich, England. The body of a Christian child was found on Good Friday, and the rumor spread that the boy had been murdered by the town's Jews, who partook of his blood during the Passover holiday. As Leon Polyakov, a distinguished historian of anti-Semitism, has pointed out, such rumors of Jewish ritual murder emerged almost simultaneously in England, France, and Germany in the 1140s and 1150s, and soon swept through Europe, finding especially fertile soil in England. When in 1255 the body of Hugh of Lincoln, a Christian child of eight, was found in a well, suspicion once again fell on the Jews. After a trial, ninety Jews were sent to the Tower of London, and eighteen were executed. Little Hugh of Lincoln became the object of a cult and a pilgrimage, and the tale of his ritual murder became so much a part of the nation's traditions that it shaped the popular image of the Jew in England for centuries. Indeed, the blood libel became part of English literature, becoming deeply embedded in the popular imagination, as evidenced in the well-known story told by the prioress in the Canterbury Tales of a child martyr murdered by Jews. So, too, as Jewish scholar Mark Saperstein has pointed out, the ballad of Sir Hugh or the Jew's Daughter about Hugh of Lincoln would be sung by Stephen Daedalus to Leopold Bloom near the end of James Joyce's Ulysses. In France, as in England, the ritual murder accusation was the basis on which hundreds of Jews were charged, tried, and burned at the stake. In May 1171, the same charge, unsubstantiated on this occasion even by the discovery of a body, led to the execution by burning of almost the entire Jewish community of Blois, France, including seventeen women. During the next hundred years, there was a virtual epidemic of ritual murder accusations throughout continental Europe. As a result, hundreds of Jewish men and women were imprisoned and put to death. Despite the fact that Jews are prohibited by Jewish law from consuming animal blood in any shape or form, and despite its affinity with one of the colonies leveled against Christians by pagan Roman persecutors, the implausible claim that Jewish ritual demands human sacrifice, and that, in order to provide victims, Jews kidnap and slaughtered Christian children, has had history that has extended more than 800 years into the 20th century. From the beginning, popes raised their voices in protest against this anti-Semitic libel. Indeed, as Saperstein has pointed out, whenever charges of ritual murder were brought to the attention of medieval popes, they regularly condemned them as baseless and inconsistent with Jewish religious teaching. In 1247, Pope Innocent IV promulgated the first of several papal bulls devoted to refuting the Jewish ritual murder libel, a historic papal decree that goes completely unmentioned in the anti-papal diatribes of writers like Kurtzer, Goldhagen, and Carroll. Innocent IV's most important contribution to the long list of papal texts in defense of the Jews, which was addressed to the archbishops and bishops of Germany and France, read in part, Although the holy scriptures enjoin the Jews, thou shalt not kill, and forbid them to touch any dead body at Passover, they are wrongly accused of partaking of the heart of a murdered child at the Passover, with the charge that is prescribed by their laws, since the truth is completely the opposite. Whenever a corpse is found somewhere, it is to the Jews that the murder is wickedly imputed. They are persecuted on the pretext of such fables or of other quite similar and contrary to the privileges that have been granted them by the apostolistic Holy See. They are deprived of trial and of regular judgment. In mockery of all justice, they are stripped of their belongings, starved, imprisoned, and tortured, so that their fate is perhaps worse than that of their fathers in Egypt.